Welcome to the Artemisian. Today we're going to explore dreams, particularly the kinds that come up after a day of intensity, when things have really been stirred up, a day that seems out of the normal. This could be a day that we had a fight with a loved one and it ended where you couldn't find reconciliation, things are left undone, and there's that heaviness that pervades as you go to sleep. Maybe you had a stressful day at work and there's a deadline that's due and you're feeling really overwhelmed. It could also be an energy of excitement or happiness or joy, like, you know, you went on a first date with someone and there is all of these emotions of what could be and attraction and desire. So anything that really stirs up the, the energy inside of ourselves, a heightened emotional experience or a day that just really has a sense that it is different from the ordinary. Because when this happens, often the dreams that we have that night or in the following day or so bring forth um, different perspectives from the unconscious that can really speak to that situation that we were in and can give us a depth of insight that really transcends the awareness or the perspectives that we have purely from the standpoint of ego. And I think that's because these days of intensity really seem to excite unconscious material. Maybe there's something about this like attracts like, (laughs) you know, an intense day, whether that be on the spectrum of happiness and joy and excitement or, you know, dread and grief or overwhelm or stress, it excites the same kind of mirroring energy from the unconscious and we can get a glimpse into what the unconscious is reflecting back to us if we pay attention to our dreams that night. And, you know, of course, every day when we track our dreams, we can create a sense of continuity of the way that the unconscious expresses itself, the typical symbols that show up in our dreams, the themes that are being spoken to. But there's also this short-term, you know, have an experience and then dream about it that really can be this concentrated kind of punch of unconscious depth and insight that we can gain from that one dream um, that might not necessarily speak to that long line of continuity. It's like this, the energy of the, the dream imagery just spikes at that moment. So my invitation today is to think about the dreams that you've had after these days of intensity, whether a dream felt more profound Maybe it stood out more to you. You maybe woke up from it in the middle of the night and had all of those images or the emotions or the experiences of the dream still very present with you. Or see this as an invitation for these days when they happen in the future to pay attention to those dreams that come that night or the next day because there is that potential for us to gain clarity an insight into that situation. And I'm going to further 
exemplify and explain what this looks like by sharing a recent experience of my own. So I had a very intense therapy session the other day, and I had gone into it wanting to talk about this pattern, a behavioral pattern that I have that I know is connected to some pretty deep shadow and things that I'm working on integrating essentially for many, many years of my life. And there have been different times when this pattern has been more intense, when the emotional energy has been more intense, when it's really burst out of me. And so it's been really obvious that I need to integrate work, hold space, create a container to do this self-work. And I would say for about two years now, that intensity has diminished a lot. And I think that speaks partly to integration of that material. But this path of self-work really is like a spiral. It is this constant winding around and around these central complexes or archetypal dynamics or paths of development that never truly end. We just begin to relate to them differently. We are able to have greater awareness of them. There is a sense of integration, so it it doesn't continue to express itself in the same way. And I think because of that, it can feel really frustrating, like we're not making development. It's like this whole thing again is back. But the better attitude is to recognize that there are these core factors of our life that we, we, we will always, always be working on. And if we notice either small shifts or changes, um, the ability for us to have greater space from those patterns, that we make different choices, that we become aware of them before we enact them unconsciously, then we know that there is true development happening, that there is true integration. So I cut myself a little bit of slack, right? That there has been change, but sometimes when this pattern comes up, now it's much more subtle and it doesn't always catch my attention. Usually it's after the fact that I realize that that pattern has been at play And especially if it's called out from someone else that I know who I'm close to, then yes, I like, okay, I really have to look at this and realize that it's happening. And that did happen recently. This pattern, this core complex that I'm working on kind of reared its ugly head again, but it was so subtle that I didn't realize it at first. And so I brought that into the therapy session, speaking with my analyst about what the history was around that and some of the images and memory. So we're going really deep. We're kind of pulling it apart from this Jungian angle. We were also doing a lot of somatic work, which for me is the perfect blend. I need a lot of somatic work. I need a lot of depth work. And it was just a really powerful session. It was, it was honestly really intense. It was emotionally intense. I felt like I went to places that I needed to. And although it felt a little overwhelming sometimes during that session, it felt good to give space to those inner parts of myself that needed to express those things 
and that the conversation and the interaction that I had therapeutically left me feeling good. And so there was this whole range of emotions. And at its core, there, I think, is a sense of, you know, like a little bit of that frustration of having to continue to face this part of myself, this behavior, this pattern that I think is very core to a lot of my struggles. And although I've made change and although I've made development, it can sometimes feel a little defeating when it does come back up. And I think this new iteration where it's not strong and intense and obvious, but it's like very subtle and not as explicit is somehow more frustrating and more difficult than it was before. So that's kind of the setting of the stage, right? We're going into this, we're working with some of the images, we're working with it from a somatic point of view. I feel like there's some good release that's happened. And that night I had this dream. I'm driving in my car when it suddenly dies. There is some momentum left, so I attempt to make it further down the road. I come upon a hill and I hope my car can make it over. I don't have enough momentum though, and the car slowly slides back and hits another car behind it. I am overwhelmed by what has happened. I think, what have I done? I'm stressed out and worried, afraid my car and the other one is badly damaged. I somehow take my car to a mechanic and realize that the damage was not that bad, and the other car really wasn't messed up either. There wasn't even a dent or a scratch. The mechanic fixes my car, and I head out. I woke up in the middle of the night from this dream, and it was hard to write it down at first. I was feeling very tired, and I wanted to go back to sleep, but there was that sense that this dream was important. And so I grabbed my phone, and I wrote it down. And reflecting on it the next day, I can see how a lot of those themes that I was going over and struggling with and circumambulating in the, the session itself and really in contemplating the, the pattern that I feel has come back and has sort of pulled me back. Like I feel like I'm taking these steps backward are reflected in the dream. So we can start really with the car, which I think is a very typical symbol of personal agency, of volition, of movement and autonomy. And it, it should always come down to what car are you driving? Whose car is it? Who is driving? All of these little nuances give you insight into the commentary on personal agency or movement, um, forward movement in your life, things like that. In the dream, it's my car. It's my actual car and I am driving it. So there is the sense that the car in the dream is representing this forward moving sense of self. It's the energy that I'm driving forward. And yet at the same time, even though I feel like I'm in control of driving my car, there is this greater vehicle that I'm interacting with. And that's the unconscious, right? Like the, the car kind of in this case is the unconscious factors that stop me in my tracks and the car dies, like that energy stops, you know, the pattern rises back up. And then there's this feeling 
of going backwards or of things slowing down. And I'm trying to get past this hill, which is some sort of obstacle, right? Like where it's not smooth sailing down a straight flat road. And my attempts to try to get over this hill um, fails because there's just not enough energy left. There's not, a, not enough power left. And I think that is a nice representation of that feeling of moving backwards, or at least my interpretation that that's what's happening. And as I go backwards in the car, I crash, right? I hit this other car and there's this catastrophizing that happens. Oh my God, what have I done? My car is going to be a mess. This other person's car is a total mess. Like, oh my God, what a, not just a headache, but there's a little bit of that overwhelm coming in. And yet there's a contrast in the dream of how my dream ego, so the perspective I have in the dream, how I perceive what has happened versus actual reality. This is what's so interesting about dreams is that they can give us these different points of view, especially if we follow the shifts or changes that come up in dreams. We're following the dream ego. We see the emotions coming from that figure, from myself in the dream, you know, overwhelm, anxiety, um, the catastrophizing. And then when we are brought into um, the mechanic, what happens? There is a total shift. Actually, things are not that bad. The car is not that messed up. The accident, quote unquote, didn't even leave any dents or scratches. It's not as bad as I think it is. And there's something about interacting with this principle inside of myself that can heal or repair or can at least take an accounting of the damage that's been done that allows me to see things with renewed clarity, to see reality as it is, not my perception of this reality. And for whatever changes that need to be made, and I'm on my way again. So what is this dream teaching me? What is this dream showing me that I don't have access to in conscious waking life? I think part of it is a correction of the the frustration or if I'm feeling like I want to beat myself up for this pattern coming back up again or, you know, questioning even if I'm taking these steps backward when that pattern comes up and Am I actually really changing? Is that actually developing? Is there integration? You know, am I doing as well as I think I am? All those questions and those doubts that can come up whenever we have these reoccurring patterns. To me, this dream shows a correction of that because as the car falls backwards and runs into that other car and there's this perception that things are a mess and I've created a mess, the reality is different than that. And so that is an important, we want to look at these contrasting elements or when there's a shift or a change in dreams that, that can reveal to us that there are different perspectives that we can take from the unconscious perspective, from the unconscious point of view. And also we can look at the dynamics in the dream and consider is there anything here that might speak to where things are moving or where things are developing? You know, what stands in addition to the 
the, the dream ego figure, which is my closest manifestation of conscious awareness. The other figure is the mechanic. And especially having this dream after an analysis session, you know, my association to a mechanic is someone who can work with the intricate nature of my car. And if my car represents this aspect of my own faculty, the, the psychic dynamics inside of my own personality structure that drive my energy forward, that make me feel that I'm moving in the direction that I want to go and that part falters or there's something that comes up, something that breaks down a little bit, that that's not the end of the story. That isn't where this dynamic or this arc ends. In fact, there are different tools or resources or parts of myself that can come out and can help repair. And that feels reassuring to me. It makes me, I don't know, it kind of makes me realize that for all of the mishaps or struggles or letdowns or steps backwards that happen, there is equally parts of myself that are helping develop and integrate and repair, you know? So there are these dynamic forces uh, that are constructing and developing as well as deconstructing at the same time. So there is this, there is this nuance and there is this complexity and that feels like an aliveness of the psyche that I still have to deal with forces that are shadowy or difficult or bring things into a state of disrepair. And that is an opportunity to find strength, resiliency, or resources to help me learn a lesson because there, there is a lesson being learned here. And I think that comes from the shift in you know, the reality of the dream ego from I've created a mess, I've totally destroyed my car, I've destroyed someone else's car to, hey, things aren't that bad, you know, in fact, they're okay. And I can get back in my car and I can keep going. So when we have these dreams after these days of intensity and it excites the unconscious energies inside of us, it might really show a shift or an alternate uh, perspective or point of view that can help move that dynamic forward, that can help move that energy, that can feel like a resource that can not only help us you know, approach something in a different way, but maybe bring a little bit of equilibrium back if we are feeling dysregulated and if we don't pay attention to those dreams, if we, if we don't write them down, we, we miss out on that resource. We miss out at least on the ability to acknowledge it consciously, to work with it further, to anchor more into it, to journal on it at the very least, even just meditate on its images. I do believe that even if we do not write down our dreams, that there is a process of psychological regulation, you know, emotional regulation, uh, a shifting of the unconscious and conscious factors that are happening due to dreams, right? There's almost like this metabolizing that's happening. And 
if we don't remember our dreams, we still have this process happening in the background, but I think that we can heighten the ability for ourselves to employ these different tools or insights of the psyche to give ourselves these resources from the conscious standpoint and facilitate even greater integration, healing, a feeling of development, whatever it might be. So yes, dreams are going to be there. They're going to be expressing themselves whether we know it or not. You know, we're always dreaming. It's just by consciousness dimming when we sleep that we're able to become aware of it. But it's creating that active conscious bridge and saying, you know, I'm going to draw out this dream symbol and I'm going to work with it. I'm going to honor it as this very real sort of dream spirit if you want and you know see what it has to offer further maybe through an active imagination through a creative act of um, drawing with it or painting with it or meditating with it whatever it might be and taking it more deeply into the conscious standpoint and by writing down this dream and by reflecting on it further I think it it further cements that yes I may go through these ebb and flows with this pattern I might find myself kind of slowly falling backwards into old dynamics but that does not mean that development has stopped completely it doesn't mean that things aren't changing it doesn't mean that I'm stuck there it also doesn't mean that I don't have the resources to fix what has happened or to learn something from what has happened. I have to keep having these challenges and this pattern coming around and around because if I can meet it a little bit more consciously each time, then there's something about our ego standpoint that grows. Even if it's just a small step so small that it's almost unrecognizable something is happening there you know and other times these dynamics come around and we just don't have the ability to hold that tension to see what's happening well guess what you know it's gonna come back around you know it's not over it it hasn't fully integrated you know the question is does anything ever fully integrate like what is that what does that really look like? What does that mean? Does a full integration of this pattern mean that I never experience it again? Maybe there's a version of that. Or maybe it's that I, I always carry this, almost like this wound with me, but it gets to such a point of healing that it, it's just this light scar, like it's faded over time. And sometimes I glance down and I see that it's still there. I see that it's still a part of me. It's a part of my story, but it no longer kind of aches in the way that it used to. And some of these deep patterns that we are faced with in our life, they bring intense challenge, but they also bring incredible opportunity for growth and for change and for a greater sense of knowing ourselves, a greater sense of wholeness. So... My invitation for you is to pay attention to your dreams. Next time you have one of those intense days, see if a dream comes forward, if those images stick in your mind, 
and do some reflection. See if a particular figure or a symbol really sticks out to you and develop it further, utilizing any number of modalities that feel natural to you or just journal on the dream itself and see what insights come up. You can consider questions like, what am I learning from this dream as it relates to the situation? Is there something new here that's being shown? Are there any tools being presented in this dream that I can apply to my situation? At the very least, just writing down the dream helps create a little bit of a bookmark for that moment, and we can return much later in the future back to this dream if we want to. There doesn't need to be any rush. Sometimes we have dreams and we just don't have the space to work on them. Maybe they just don't seem to make sense. And I think it's okay in those moments just to put that note to come back to it. As long as we capture as much of those unconscious images when they're fresh in our mind, we can return to them at a later date for further contemplation. I'd love to hear from you in the comments. What did you think of this topic? Have you ever had a dream that's come after an intense day where things were stirred up? Maybe a particular dream, image, symbol, or figure that really spoke to you after this experience? Let me know in the comments below. Thanks for listening. See you next time.